0: This is Armchair Preaching, a podcast of the First Presbyterian Church in Lakeland, Florida. This is a podcast about God's Word, the beauty of the gospel, and what it takes to communicate that truth to others. I'm your host, Pastor Zach McGowan, and on today's episode, Pastor John and I are joined by some very special guests, Anna Mays and Anna Burns, as we celebrate our 50th episode. We also discuss our sermons in the series entitled, Presence. Hope you enjoy the conversation. Welcome back, everybody, to Armchair Preaching, episode number five zero. It's fifty. Pastor w- five zero Whoa. and boom. A- and as you can tell, we're doing something special for our fiftieth yeah, episode. Yeah, we have the two Annas.
1: The two Annas. What a great- <laughs> that should be like the name of a band. You yeah, the, do, the two Like Annas. we talked about a podcast. You guys should do your own podcast called the Two Annas. Yeah, yeah. You be famous. famous. And I here. And I And I That's your plural Is and I So who are these Two Annas Pastor Zach So
0: these Well you know I'm just gonna let you guys Introduce yourself uh, and the, You know what's fun about Being the host of a podcast When you have people in That have never done it before Is you could just Tell them they're gonna do <laughs> stuff On the fly Throw it over to them Without preparing them So we'll go with Anna M First So Anna Tell us your actual name
2: My real name is Anna Mays yeah. um, And I am the Executive assistant Here at the church um,
0: she has the unfortunate role of sharing a wall with Pastor John. <laughs> <laughs> She's also a fantastic uh, party thrower, as we just oh, experienced amen. yesterday. Amen. Yes. Amen. Yesterday, yesterday we had our yesterday we had our staff Christmas party, and um, so Anna, tell everybody how you were dressed.
2: Oh, I come dressed um, to impress, so I was dressed as uh, Joby the elf from um, the Elf movie.
0: The elf, the,
1: the greatest. Christmas movie.
2: Yes. In the yeah.
1: history of Christmas movies. Well, you came dressed as Jovi the Elf, but you left as the.
2: the oh! The Christmas I Queen. I got crowned yeah. the Queen of Christmas, which yeah. I've really just given the name to myself. Yeah. Um, but it's my it fits. Yeah, my Secret Santa gave me a, a crown and a scepter, and I just named myself the Queen of Christmas. So.
0: Yeah, or the Christmas Queen, which is what Sal- oh, yeah. Sally is in the, the, the Peanuts Christmas special. Perfect.
3: Fitting. Even better.
0: Fitting. So. To your left, my right, is the other Anna. Anna, tell us who you are.
3: I am Anna B., Anna Burns. I am the assistant director of Student Life, so I work under Josh here.
0: And you have the unfortunate role of having to share a wall with Josh yeah. Schweitzer, our student
1: ministry director, and, J- uh, Lots of fun. Gen- and Jennifer Voigt. Uh, and uh, we talked yesterday yeah. about Jennifer. Jennifer and uh, and Anna Burns are just going to be singing together because right. yeah, Anna is really quite. <laughs> I'm a really quite, good singer. Uh, yeah, she's proficient.
3: <laughs> really in singing. She'll be a
1: song. She'll be in the band
0: for yes, too long. Get ready yeah, to see yeah. me in
3: Vine. <laughs> Jennifer
0: Voigt is our, our modern arts uh, director, which means she lead, one of the things she does is lead the, the worship band in our Vine modern worship service. So you get to hear her practice yeah. a lot, and she's great. She has a desk, but she also has a keyboard as a desk, mm-hmm. which I think is fun too. Well, um, there's a reason that the two Annas are here. We we put the call out several weeks ago because John and I played a game of this or that, this or that, um, using questions that we had used uh, with our new associate pastor of discipleship, Rebecca Mim, and then John said, well, John and I said, well, we ought to. Do this, you yeah. know, Not we don't know these ans- answers to answer these questions for each other, so let's do that, and then we put the call out for other people to submit those questions, and one wonderful email came in from <laughs> an avid listener, Anna Byrne. Yes! <laughs> and she and Anna Mays got together and came up with a wonderful list of this or, this that, or that
1: questions, and I thought,
0: what better time to do it than our 50th episode? <laughs>
1: Sounds very celebratory to me.
0: Yeah, I think so. So what we're going to do is, Animes, you're you're kicking us off? Sure. Is that right? You're going to kick us off, and then they're just going to go alternating. And so full disclosure, other than about 15 seconds or 30 seconds ago when we were doing a mic check, John and I had not seen these. I I saw them briefly probably three weeks ago or four weeks ago, but I, I really didn't think about them too much. So Animes, kick us off with the game of this or that.
2: It's this or that with Animes. Okay, first question. Harry Potter or Lord of the Rings?
0: I'm gonna go with John first. You have to answer that first. <laughs> uh,
1: easy, 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 easy. Lord of the Rings. Yeah, oh. Lord of the Rings. So I, I, I never made it through all the Harry Potters, and oh. I, I just I know roughly some <laughs> oh of the characters no. there. I've watched the last episode, so I kind of know what happens there. But Gut I lost it, in, lost it in the middle there. But every single second of every one of the books on the Lord of the Rings trilogy, all the pre. Your pre books in the Lord of the Rings trilogy, and then every one of the movies, included the extended cut yeah. of, of the movie. Dedication. So I've seen every bit of uh, Lord of the Rings. Very yeah. dedicated. I like the Lord of the Rings. I like the Lord of the Rings, but
0: he's pulling out something right now. He's pulling out his Anna Burns. What what is this right here that I'm holding in my hand?
3: I ha- I don't know. It's, I've it's never a... watched any of these. Oh my That's gosh! His house.
0: This it's his is house. this is a plaque that says is it Gryffindor Gryffindor. He is house of Gryffindor. And I have a Funko Pop of my favorite character, Sirius Black. I am a Harry Potter fan. I love the Lord of the Rings. Don't get me wrong, love it. Love the Hobbit. I've read the Hobbit. I can't tell you how many times seen those movies a bunch of times. But for my money, it's it's Harry Potter. Love it absolutely.
1: So our daughters did gave gave me the test to see which house I was part of. And you have to remind me is that uh, Huff, Hufflepuff, Hufflepuff. Oh, I'm... that
2: seems like a me.
1: What's yeah. that? that? You're I'm a Hufflepuff. I'm a Hufflepuff. A Hufflepuff. You're a Hufflepuff? Yeah. No way, John. That's what they said. They told me I was in a Huffle. Man,
3: <laughs>
1: no way. And three different houses. I'm going to say
0: that's a faux test, man. That, that's As a faux not, test. I'm going to say it's got to be either Gryffindor or Ravenclaw. Maybe Slytherin. Not that that's a bad Whoa. guy. That's not bad guy. I think one of my girls is Slytherin. So but I... that's a that's the, there's a there's a bit of uh, of ambition with Slytherin. A, uh, a bit of of you know pushing forward. And I think you have that ability drive. to kind right. of drive, drive. Time, time that's for the word another time about. for another test. Yeah, thing. yeah, another <laughs> test. Anna Burns, what's your this or that question?
3: Okay, so this was around Thanksgiving time. So ham or turkey?
0: Uh, so I'm going to start, and the answer to that. Question for me is neither. I don't. I don't eat ham or turkey. I it for for Christmas and for Thanksgiving, I, I eat salmon or crab cakes. It's great, love it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well,
1: since it's a Thanksgiving related question, uh, I don't know that we've ever had ham. I guess we have had some ham at Thanksgiving, but it's always turkey. And oh, was that here? I can't remember where it was. That this Thanksgiving, I actually smoked the turkey out of my wood pellet grill for like six hours. It was nice. fabulous. Mm. It was just—it was really, really good. So, uh, and then if it's Christmas-related, we—you we, know—we've done ham before Christmas. We've done uh, turkey for Christmas, but it would be—I would also have an answer C. You know, like yeah. none of the above, and because uh, we have made um, beef Wellington at Christmas Ooh. before oh, wow. with family, and that has always yeah. been a. A very tasty treat. Yes. How long have you guys been doing that? Um, probably, She'll probably started that yeah, probably 15 years ago. Okay. And we don't get to do it every year because yeah. we're, different things happen on Christmas Day. But, yeah. um, but when we do, it's a good day. All right. All right. Animes.
2: All right. So is it dressing up or dressing down that you prefer?
1: Well, John. I what mean, do you mean? What do you mean?
2: Like suit and tie or um, COVID wear? Okay. We <laughs> can
1: I, can we day? just, I'm going to ask you. What do you think the you're answer take a look is? at this <laughs> table right here. Okay. <laughs> Anna, tell us what you're seeing right now in Zach and me right now.
2: Um, Pastor Zach is definitely um, a fan of dressing down, and Pastor John loves to dress up, I'm and in, he also loves costumes like me.
0: I'm in a t-shirt and jeans right now with a cardigan, and John is in a full, not a three-piece suit, a two-piece suit. Two-piece suit
1: with my little Christmas uh, Christmas tree, uh, Christmas lights on, but a tie.
0: But he goes a step further. This is where the game gets really impressive. French cut cuff shirts
1: with cuff links. With cuff links. And a pocket square. Pocket square. Man. The pocket bar, square tie bar. Is my so yeah. if you're going to do. The, it. the love knots is the French, uh, French cuff uh, cufflink right? John, now. if you're
0: going to do it, do it right, man. Go you, big or you, go you home, man. Do it, you do it right. You do it right. So that's, that, that, but, that was but that was do an easy you, one for do us. Do you
1: enjoy it when the, when the occasion comes for no. you to dress up? No. No,
0: never. Yeah. So See, no. I
1: enjoy, I enjoy the dressing up, but I also really, really enjoy the dressing down as well. Qu- quite honestly, since the pandemic, this feels like dressing up. What I'm wearing <laughs> right now. <laughs> when I when I get home,
0: I'm like, oh, these jeans are so restrictive. I'm gonna put on, you know, your shorts, shorts or something. I do wear a beanie at home, which we talked about a couple weeks ago, which I think is people don't realize that about me.
1: What's fun is that I, I ran into David Bean uh, from the from the church yeah. um, at Ace Hardware the other day and David was dressed down and I was in, in running gear uh, at ah. the time. So we were like we were both in our like who are you? Did we you recognize run, each we, other? Yeah yeah. 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 It was fun. A Burns.
3: Okay. Hot chocolate or eggnog? I'll
1: go the I guess okay, some first. Ahead. I got you this go go ahead. One first. I I almost gag hearing the word eggnog, so it is absolutely not eggnog. Definitely not eggnog. It is terrible. That is a terrible drink. It should not be consumed by any human being on this planet. Uh, and so hot chocolate. I, I mean, I like hot chocolate. It's it's nice. If I had to choose between the two all day long yeah. hot chocolate. Okay, can yeah. I be honest? I've I i do not think I've ever had eggnog. I don't well, think I've if, ever you had it, if you get if you get if you get an opportunity to have some eggnog, just pass. You know, pass on it. Absolutely.
0: Well, you know, it's so funny cuz I, I I I'm not a milk drinking kind of person. Like I just something about milk in general just kind of turns me a little bit. Milkshakes are fine. Once you kind of yeah. dress it up like ice cream, I'm good. Throw a little, throw
1: a little chocolate in there, chocolate syrup
0: in there. Yeah, mm. but I'm a little bit lactose intolerant, so that gets to be a bit um, of a, a, a... So maybe bit, neither. Yeah, a bit, of a, a bit of a problem. No, we have almond milk at my house that we use for baking and whatnot. But if I had to, I think it would... Yeah, it's obviously, it's gonna be hot chocolate. And I have hot cocoa bombs even here in those the room. The um, which my wife gave away. Julie McGowan. Yeah, we she's the best. you a rock star. with yeah, those. I'm gonna tell you... Those things legit.
1: <laughs>
0: um so I'll tell you how great they are. My kids don't usually drink like a lot of hot chocolate, but when they do the hot cocoa bombs, they just, the whole thing. So yeah, yeah. Good uh, question. Yeah. And that's a good question. Yeah. Anime's.
2: Introvert or extrovert?
0: Well, it does shock people to know that I'm an introvert. I mean it really I am a I'm an introvert at heart.
1: On the continuum though? On the continuum. Where, where are you on the continuum? Like in- introvert, like Curled up in a fetal position when you get home. <laughs> introvert, extrovert, where you have no secrets and everybody knows you. Yeah. So her.
0: for me, whenever I've taken so based on the, like the Myers Briggs or the Cursey yep. Bates sorter, um, it can vacillate between middle middle of the road to to pretty not extreme but but heavy extrovert or introvert I should say heavy introvert. Um, when I get to church, something happens to me. You know, it's it's there's something about being in a ministry context that is that just so well we know what it is it's the holy spirit lights you up it, it you lean into your calling but i remember when i so for those that don't know when when you um, are in the the path for ordination one of the things you have to do before you can even continue on is you have to do like two days of pretty rigorous psychological testing right every kind of i don't even know it's probably two dozen personality assessments and yeah. what your personality what
1: jobs your personality
0: best yeah. matches with And I'll never forget the lady. And this is not the first person I've had two or three people say, you know, you you got you could be a, a good pastor. She's like, but you really have the personality type to be a college professor. Which is like, get up. I don't have to be your friend. Is anybody in is no? surprised?
1: No. No. <laughs> no. Anybody listening
0: surprised? <laughs> no. So, so, John, introvert, extrovert, I think we know the answer to that, too. Yeah, that. no.
1: I, I. Well, on the Myers-Briggs, uh, that first continuum there, um, if it's a gas tank, E is, 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 uh, is one side all introvert and, and full is, uh, is all extrovert. I'm about a three-quarters of the tank extrovert. Yeah. Which is interesting because it's not full uh, full tank extrovert. It yeah. means what it means for me is that I that I need to go back and find my spaces of, of yeah. chill and and recentering and, and quiet, which I value. This that's usually my morning vibe is to really settle into the into the moments there. But uh, I get energy from being around a, a room. I get—I love being around people. I love listening to people's stories, and and, uh, and and it's it's the thing that you're talking about where you feel it in, in the mm-hmm. in, in church. I certainly feel that, but I feel that most of the time oh, wow. as well. So yeah. I, I, that's that's kind of a, a, a natural place for me. Okay. Now, before we get to the next question, yeah, what do you think of these two? <laughs> same question for these two. Right, so you, you two answer that same question. Yeah, yeah, y'all answer it yourself introvert or extrovert
2: I think I'm extroverted most of the time I have a rare day where I enjoy being introverted yeah but I'm about 99% sure I'm mostly extroverted
0: yeah Yeah, if you're three quarters
1: of a if I'm three quarters of a tank you're you're almost full
3: (laughs) 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 I would say I'm like pastor john where I'm like almost fully extrovert but I do need the moments and usually mine's in the morning Mm-hmm. Just to refuel a little
0: bit. Yeah, I think most extroverts. I think the morning time is when they really. Oh, uh, most of the extroverts I know, that's that's their mo. It's the morning time is their quiet time. They're get revved up, and then by about nine o'clock, they got to be talking to somebody, or they start to they start to all, all that energy they've gained starts to wane because <laughs> yeah, they're not. So I'm looking not, around the room for people. Yeah, like, I'm right. looking, yeah. like,
1: where where am I? I got to get with get near some people.
0: Whereas for me, I can. I can I can do the log cabin in the woods talk to nobody for I mean outside yeah. of my family outside of my 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 two kids and my wife I could I could huddle down I could be one of those Julie Julie always Works jokes right she's here. like she said you. Could have a Unabomber side. I'm like, yeah, it's probably.
1: Right <laughs> <clears throat> I don't think people like hearing and that, I, that. I know this is from your from your message this weekend, but this relates to this this conversation. But um, I, I also I really appreciated what you said about the the lake in Alabama, wherever that yeah. was. The lake. Tranquility, Yeah, Lake Tranquility. And yeah. how you, at first you're like, ah. And, but then you went back and it was like, oh, no, I don't want cell service. And I also have that in yeah, me, yeah, too. Yeah, that yeah. I, when, I, when we, like, Seal and I went on a cruise one time uh, year, several years ago, some years ago now, and uh, and we had no cell reception. I couldn't get I couldn't get any emails. There's no cell reception. I loved it. Yeah. It was like, you know, th- four days yeah. of just, this is fantastic. This is not yeah. So I need that as well. Yeah, Burns?
3: Would you rather preaching or a smaller group, so like Discipleship Essentials or? I'm going to go with John wow. first. That's wow. a good one.
1: Wow, that's a hard one, actually, because mm-hmm. I, I, I don't know that I could pick one or the other because both of them are so incredibly meaningful to me personally, and – I, I I love the moment right. from like the discipleship Essentials groups. I've got I'm mean, I love getting in with these small and this is like three guys or four guys meeting together or being in a small group. Like we're gonna have the elder training tonight. That's I love being in that those kind of settings. I love I love seeing the little the, the proverbial light bulb go off. Mm-hmm. Uh, for me, those aha moments or these moments of clarity. That's like a that's like a I don't know, that's, as the as the addicts would say that's a that's my drug of choice yeah. right there. Yeah. <laughs> or just to see to see the light bulb. Go off, you know, when when something is said during a, a during a, a preaching moment, and hear the feedback, or that that really connected some dots. I love that as well. Mm-hmm. I don't know, I don't I don't think I can choose.
0: Okay, uh, it's easy for me. Um, I, I, preaching for sure. I I am not. So, just, you know, one of those things, know your weaknesses, small groups are not my wheelhouse. I mean, I can do a small group, but what tends to happen with small groups that I lead, they tend to become large groups. So, I, I led a group in Haines City for three years, and it started off, it was intentionally we were trying to make, keep it like eight people, and within two months, it was 30. Oh, my goodness. You know, just it just it just, that's just what happens. Um, it's just because that's not how I'm built. And um, I also don't know how to split groups very well. <laughs> well, to be a small group person, you got to know how to help facilitate their... New leaders. Their, 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 their split if they need to split. Um, and, and even like the agape class, which I lead, which I do love that. Like teaching, I, I think teaching is probably... Like if, if you were to say teaching or preaching, like that would be like what you're saying, John, like the like ugh, the push-pull for me because teaching a group of like 40 to 60 or whatever, 70, like in agape class, that's that I love that because you do get to know the people better than you do in a preaching moment um but there's not the the facilitation of trying to you know get them to engage as well too so Hmm. so it's yeah yeah but definitely definitely preaching over over a small group um as well yeah what's
1: up amaze so
2: our last question is like Deep. Okay, oh, this is deep. Very
1: okay. deep. So, like, really prepare yourself. Oh, hold on, I gotta right. take a deep breath. There right. we yeah, go. <laughs> put, my, put my scholar hat on or whatever. My Boneless
2: philosophy. or traditional wing? <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh!
1: Yeah. First off, there's the there's the wing assumption right there. Is that yeah, the, that's there's right. you right. Uh, now, I do
0: remember when I ate wings. Okay. It hasn't been oh, that. It hasn't yeah. been an impossible amount of time ago. But for me, it was always. The bone-in wings. I, I, loved, I loved, when I ate wings, the, the little the little drumettes. Oh, man. I don't know mm. what it is. Even to mm. this day, I know it's going to make me sick, but the temptation is you to. You want to go for it, don't you? I'm like, man, that's <laughs> totally, that looks good. No, yeah. not super spicy. I can't take yeah. it super spicy because it just, I never could. But even to this day, when I see, look, we go to like a, a, a restaurant where they have wings or mm. whatever. Mm. Um, I'm like, man, that looks good. Not really. My kids, <laughs> my kids love that you know they like wings too what about you john bone uh, in
1: or bone out uh, definitely bone bone in not yeah. no, the problem the problem with boneless uh, uh, wings is that they, they get ends up getting too much breading on it yeah you know and and, and it's a
2: glorified chicken
1: nugget it's a glorified chicken nugget wow that's you, a great go, way to you say to Chick, that. you go to chick-fil-a they have less chicken <laughs> you know, less uh, breading on it but you're just saying that anthony's coal-fired pizza I think there's one in Brandon. Mm-hmm. Um, there's definitely one in Clearwater when we were there. Anthony's Coal Fire Pizza. They coal fire. They don't fry them. They don't bread them. They're doing, they they coal fire, season them up, coal fire them in the yeah. pizza oven. They top them with um, caramelized onions and and put them on serve them on focaccia bread, and they are to die for. Yeah, they are. You would eat. You you'd become a. The uh, no, back to back uh, to a full you, you on back full, back on, to a full yeah. on carnivore, and they, they, they do nothing for your digestive system. No problem <laughs> no. at all. So you can eat all none, no. not at all. Oh, so. if only that were but true.
0: those I, are amazing. So I do miss meat, man. I, especially this time of year. I, you know, I see people eating. Like now, I love the the fish and stuff. But man, when you see people really, you know, having a good chicken or something like that, I like love birds. Good stuff.
1: Can, can we throw the Harry Potter question back yeah, on the yeah, two of them yeah, as well? I'd be curious to hear yeah, that. Har-
0: one. Harry Potter, Lord of the Rings. And I'm gonna give you like uh, you you have you can have an option C too if you've got something else. It's like oh really neither neither one, huh? Yeah.
3: You go first. I'm gonna be honest. I've never watched a second of either of those oh my series. Gosh. So, so I do not have an answer at all. Like never I, read a book. Read, never no, Not read the books nothing. either? Okay like, have no
0: what about Nothing. what about the Chronicles of Narnia?
3: I did. Okay, yep, so I read those. And the watch. There's that.
0: your option C. Yeah, that's
3: my option C. There's
0: your option C. That's a that's a decent option C. I'll yeah. They like ever, that, did yeah. they ever
1: finish making this the series on that? No. So so I have an old series, but the the, mm-hmm. the new one.
0: Yeah. So they didn't, and part of the reason they didn't. Well, some of that was in the fact that I know this should really frighten you, but um, <laughs> they. They started that series, but people that know the books know that the 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 books don't follow the Pevensey family all the way through. Like, it, it, there's like three books where it's really Pevensey family centric, and then the rest are prequels or way in the future. So. I think Netflix actually bought the rights and they're gonna build out the rest of the series mm-hmm. as well. Whether they're gonna do it I heard this, I you know, when I when I actually took my CS Lewis class a couple years ago, the professor he had actually been contacted as a consultant on some of that work. Oh, so that was was interesting too. What about you, animes?
2: I don't know that I could pick one. I like them both pretty equally. I like the just kind of imaginative imaginative, that's the word. Yeah, yeah. Um, go. I don't know, I just feel like it takes you somewhere else. Yeah. Um They're both very different but Mm -hmm. i like them both equally
0: yeah i
2: can't
0: pick yeah the thing about lord of the rings and harry potter where there's similarity and i think was Cool that you guys picked those. Is that there's a massive world building that's gone on? Yeah, right. Like Tolkien has, I mean, whole languages. Narnia does. The same. Narnia does too, but even but a lesser extent than yeah, Tolkien. Not the languages and all yeah, that. Tolkien took like 15 years to to complete like the first Hobbit book, so he could build out this world. And one of Tolkien's like uh, this is not uh, this is not a Lewis podcast, but one of the critiques that Tolkien had of Lewis, he hated the Chronicles of Narnia because he goes he thought Lewis was lazy in the world building side and 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 J.K. Rowling does the same thing with Harry Potter not with languages and stuff but there's all this deep profound history that she's built out in her mind on it and uh, the thing that's also cool is you get this the the whole you know, there's very messianic overtones to both Lord of the Rings yeah. and you and just and, those and are completely
2: different, totally different. You read yeah. one of those books and you're yeah, just somewhere else. You're taken yeah.
0: into the world. Yeah, I yeah. like that. So I'm going to ask a question real quick. Um, this is not a this or that, but what's your favorite part of Christmas, Anna Burns?
3: Probably seeing my family. I live far from everybody, so I usually can count on seeing people for Christmas, which okay. is a nice thing. Yeah,
0: nice, nice. excellent. Mays?
2: I think it's the the fun little traditions. Like, my sister and I get matching pajamas, which she hates and I love, every year. Um, and that just brings me so much joy. Who, who
1: gives you those matching pajamas? Oh, I pick
2: them out every yeah. year. Oh, okay. Um, so last year we were matching llamas. Um, llamas? Yeah. Nice. Yeah, it's it's solely to bring me joy and has nothing to do with her. But, um, but I just like all the little That's traditions. for you, sister,
1: who's listening to this
0: podcast <laughs> Hi, right <Maddie>. now. Hi, Maddie. Yeah. <laughs>
2: um, but yeah, I just like all the little traditions that people have. I yeah. just
1: think that's so neat. Yeah. Excellent. Pastor John, for you, favorite part of the season. Well, on the family side it's, it's uh, with Anna Burns just being together with family and just, you know, that the whole Christmas morning traditions that we ha- that we have and being able to do that together. That's that's always a lot of fun. And on the on the church side uh, and the faith side, obviously the story is 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 central to everything, but but I love the um the 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 eleven p.m.
3: Mm-hmm. Christmas Eve service.
1: Because everything's done. Yeah. All that's left is to have a time of worship and then go and move into Christmas morning. So it's yeah. just that really that kind of that vibe um, of, of that 11, 11 p.m. service. I really like that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I love everything. You guys have heard the couple sermons I've said. It's not a joke. I love all of it. I mean I, I love the cheesy stuff about it. I love the deep and profound stuff. I, I love my my family and I we, we as mo- more more nights than not we do an advent wreath of candlelighting. Yeah. We we really sing Christmas carols terribly. I mean <laughs> really On <purpose> or? <laughs> well, I've been I've been I've been without a voice for the last few weeks, so it's just so, automatic yeah. <laughs> like and, and and Julie likes to mess with me. She likes to like drop into the harmonies and I cannot sing like the melody of someone else is singing the harmony. I'll immediately go and follow whatever she's doing, but I just love all that. I love the I love the food, the stupid music, except for a couple. There are exceptions to that, which we can talk about another point. Um, but the but even the busyness there, you know, if if it when I'm prayed up and 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 the managed with it, I even like the busyness because I see the purpose in those things. That mm. it's. For whatever person that's coming to participate in, in, in a given church ministry or program, that's part of their preparation process. That's part of their waiting in, in Advent um, as they get ready to celebrate the birth of Jesus. So I, I love all of it. I for really those do. who are
1: listening, I'm staring at a one, two, uh, three Christmas trees. Well, four, four Christmas four, trees. Four. I counted yeah. that one in his office right now. A star of uh, Bethlehem. Two stars. Ornaments. Oh, so yeah. five Christmas trees. There's another one. Yeah, right uh, so there. He's a uh, – He's well I'm decorated in it. for it. I'm in it. Is your Are you a Christmas vacation type house decorator too? Your uh, house Julie, well Julie,
0: do, Julie does all the outside stuff. She does it. it. She does most of the inside stuff too. But our house is like a Christmas village inside. It is awesome. <laughs> like literally the whole house is lit with Christmas lights. I mean everywhere. And I have them all, which would not shock anybody, I have them all to where they can come on with my voice. I can say, turn on the Christmas lights and they when
2: do you put <laughs> them up that's the big question right
0: we put them up as close to Thanksgiving as possible sometimes before Thanksgiving sometimes right after Thanksgiving just depends on when Thanksgiving falls and how much time we have beforehand because it does take some yeah take some time to do all that but Anna's Thank you guys for coming in.
3: Thank you for, Thank having, you for having
0: us. For our 50th episode. <laughs> yeah, you, made it special. you know, we're going to do this again, maybe with the Annas, maybe with other folks. We might yeah. invite them in to do yeah. some stuff like this. And this is kind of fun. Appreciate you guys coming in. We're going to take a quick break uh, because the Annas have other things to do. And then Pastor John and I are going to be right back to talk about this week's uh, message in our series um, entitled Presence. Thank you guys once again. Thank you. Thank you. you. Hey guys, as we uh, take this short break, I do want to let you know about a couple things that are happening here at the First Presbyterian Church in. Lakeland. Uh, the first is that we are having a wonderful event this Sunday, December the 19th from 6 to 8 p.m. right on our front lawn and around our parking lot called Journey to Bethlehem. I just want to break in and mention that because we haven't had got, gotten the opportunity to do it the last few years because of the pandemic, but we're so excited to be providing this gift once again to our community. This is an opportunity you can just drive around our uh, parking lot and hear the story of Christmas told by some wonderful folks from our church. Um, it's absolutely free event, 6 to 8 p.m. You never get out of your car. You, your kids, uh, grandma, grandpa can stay in their PJs if they so like and hear this wonderful story. It's a great way to focus. Um, our attention on the message that is so powerful this season—the message of the birth of Jesus um, as our Lord and Savior. The second thing I want to mention is if you have, uh, if you do not have a church home, we would really uh, love to invite you to one of our three Christmas Eve services. We have three very unique services that happen on Christmas Eve. The first is at five thirty in Loudon Hall. It is a more casual service. At the at the middle of the service, we're going to have a kids. Pageant, a children's pageant that that goes through the story of Christmas. We'll have um, regular Christmas hymns, but but done in a modern way. And I'll be there to share the message of the season. Then at eight o'clock in the sanctuary, uh, Pastor John is leading our classic uh, Christmas Eve service. It's a wonderful service with carols and uh, lessons from the scripture. And then at eleven o'clock, we have our our midnight service, complete with communion. Uh, in the Sanctuary, led by Pastor John. All the services conclude with a candle lighting moment and uh, the singing of Silent Night. We invite you out. If you don't have a church home, we'd love to have you come out. And now, back to the
1: episode. Welcome back, everybody. Man, that was a lot of fun, John. That was fun. fun. Yeah. They're, they're, first of all, the two of them together, anytime you hang yeah. out with them, they're always going to be fun. Yeah, they're always a good time. And um, both of them, rel- I mean,
0: Anna Burns has been here five six years maybe and then animes is a little bit less than two right right coming up on two um but yeah what what an awesome time but um you know this week uh we are in the third uh week in our advent series entitled presence and Mm -hmm. talking about the the story of almost like a prequel to jesus birth the announcement of John the Baptist's birth, which was also very miraculous. And so we're in Luke chapter 1, beginning with verse 5 this week. Um, if you missed uh, the series, we were both covering that section, the announcement of John the Baptist's uh, birth to Zechariah. And, uh, you know, John, I just –
1: Zechariah. 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 Did, did you Did you work on that – look at that name a little bit? Because I, I kept looking at the Greek in there and saying, okay, you know, it's actually Zach, Zechariahs. Yeah. The but heat. most people s- say it is Zechariah, <clears throat> yeah, or Zechariah, With the Z E Zechariah, yeah. and the and the prophet and Zephaniah, the the prophet yeah. as well. So, you know, I spent a little bit of time. Didn't say anything about it in the sermon. Just like the name,
0: yeah. You know, and, well, it's why it's the. So I have an Anglicized version of Zach Zachariah or Zechariah. They're both you know kind of. Um, You know, cousins. You know, it's kind of like when you have different spellings of the same name. Both, both mean God remembers or remembered of God. So, um, I've known that my entire life. So I always thought that was kind of cool that you know God's forgetting everybody else, but He's remembering me. Mm So (laughs) that's how I always (laughs) thought about it when I was a kid. Anyway, Um, John, you know, this was a. There's a. There's man. There's a lot of density in in this, this. and uh, so one of the things that you really. You know, you really leaned into, which I thought was incredibly interesting, and I didn't touch on at all, was a lot more of. The background about who Zechariah was, what his role was in the temple—I um, just really short shrifted over it. He's a ministry leader. Just that—that that was really the. Yeah, I love the, how you
1: said he was the equivalent, the Jewish equivalent of a pastor
0: of a pastor. Just because yeah. I'm, you know, I, I, there's a lot that you could go on. But so you talked about, you know, the fact he's he's uh, in the in the line of Abijah. Mm-hmm. Um, the offering of the incense, which I thought was was really a cool. Um, detail how how rare it was mm-hmm. for someone in in any well any any one of the priests uh, to have that opportunity. So, what was in your mind about bringing some of those details up to the forefront in the in the well, series? Mostly, some
1: mostly in the theme of the the whole series was the the idea of the presence, and and I think we both did this, and I know we came at it with different emphases here because there's a hundred. Different emphases that you could choose from, but I really wanted to build out that moment where he, the angel encountered, uh, he encountered the angel, um, yeah. because it's at, that that really was, was the moment that is part of the reason. It's, it's I mean, it's in the birth narratives and birth. Section of um, of the Gospels to begin with, but that's also why it was in this series, is because we want that moment to say there's something about that moment that we can learn from. Yeah. Okay, so let's unpack and let's build up that moment. So part of it, it was why was he there and what was unique about this moment? So that yeah. was on my mind just to build that out to set up that moment in order to tell that story.
0: Yeah. 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 And, I, you know, I think that the, the idea too, I mean, and, and this is one of those things, you know, looking back on it, I, I wish I had made. More of the connection between what we've been talking about with with this idea of temple, right? So one of the things that we've seen the last three weeks is this connection with the temple. Um, neither one of us really touched on it from week to week, but um, when I was listening to your message, it you know dawned on me. I was like, wow, you know we've we've really leaned into. In the first week, it was the idea of connecting, you know, Jesus. Uh, as the as the word made flesh and dwelling among us moving into our neighborhood tying that in in that word in the greek is the tabernacle word which points back to the the tabernacle of exodus and Old which is which temple. is yeah which is the preview of the temple the more permanent presence of god um and then then last week we talked about the thin place and the holy of holies in the temple and then this week where is Zachariah? he's
1: in the temple in the yeah in, the, in temple. the temple
0: on duty he's doing what you know he's been he's he's literally in the presence of god and and uh i leaned more into the whole the the doubt side of things yeah. and 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 you know moved towards our kind of the problems that we have yeah. In our encounters with the presence of God,
1: well, and I, that's one of the things I hope you would talk a little bit about as yeah. well. Is that you, you spent a, a good bit of time, and I thought it was very, very helpful for me, especially given what we just were talking about with Anna yeah. and Anna, is that you spent a good bit of time talking about. Um, I know you said it, you know, almost playfully, but there's a, there's some truth to that, you know, to to shut up, yeah. You know, there was a here's Zech, Zechariah was was struck mute, uh, in all this yeah. to to really. In that sense, quiet the soul, quiet the person. There, but you spoke about how how important it is for us to um, to to also find those quiet places in order to to listen to God's purposes. So, what was going on your mind as you were developing that idea?
0: Well, you know, I think maybe maybe a little bit of you know autobiographically thinking through kind of my own the irony of being a person who is called to minister on behalf of God to the, the people of God, and yet we miss God when he's right there. We miss the message of God and the presence of God, we, even when we're in the midst of doing the work that God has called us to do. Mm-hmm. And to me, that's just so ironic. And I think if if I struggle with that, how much more do the folks that that are doing their work whether they know it or not, they're do, they're called to do it to the glory of God, whether it's in a classroom, in an elementary school, or on a construction site somewhere, um, and the presence of God can, can also be present there. You know, God is also present in those places because of the wonder of Jesus Christ and the indwelling of the Holy Spirit. So to be aware, and you did touch on this too, the awareness of God is going to, God will show up. I mean, be be prepared for God to show up, with or without our consent, with or without our, our consent. understanding or agreement. Yeah, which I loved that you know God doesn't need our understanding. I, I thought that was a really profound point because we kind of just say we've got to wrap our minds around this. You know, we, mm-hmm. we we don't understand it, so it must not be real, not must not be true. Which I talked about the cynicism side of things. Yeah. So for me, it was just these 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 barriers of belief um, that. That Zechariah had to kind of deal with in himself, and how the angel forced him to deal with that in in himself, and and that to me was, to me has always been the uh, the the point of emphasis in in that story at least to some extent. But 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 your comparison I thought was really interesting between you know Mary has a, an angelic visitation and she asks a question too, and you made a very brief. Kind of comparison I wonder wonder if you talk A little bit more about Because I could sense That when you said that
1: more to there, story. there was probably
0: yeah. some side notes that you kind of like. Yeah, oh, we could yeah. build this comparison. Well, I'd out. I'd love
1: to. Would love to build Mary's story out uh, just, just to really point in comparison uh, between the two because um, her, her attitude. Um, I mean, I just it was to me it, it stood out. You know, and these stories follow each other. Um, you know, Zechariah is, is there's doubt in him, yeah. and uh, it, it even uh, he's even told. Because you didn't believe me, this is what's going to happen. Yeah. So he called out on his disbelief, yeah. which is everything you were just talking about. We yeah. both picked up on that. Yeah. We both said something about that. You you, you talked about it in, in terms of cynicism. I talked about it in terms, in terms of just like understanding, dude. Yeah. How'd you miss that? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're in the temple. Yeah, you're on duty. Yeah, you know you've got. An angel yeah. telling you something yeah. right now. How'd you miss that? Yeah. And he missed it, you know, and pre- I really appreciate it. And I said something similar myself about, you know, how many times have I come into the sanctuary mm-hmm. and God's doing something cool, and I'm just plowing right on yeah. with whatever's on my mind at the time and missing it entirely. Yeah. That, that wasn't this week. That was in yeah. the previous uh, uh, um, a sermon. But uh, I wanted to be able to to contrast what Zechariah was doing with the the better response. There's nothing wrong with his questioning of how this is going to happen. But yeah, it was the that, it was the attitude. It was the is the doubt and disbelief yeah. and the, uh, that that was behind it. And so I wanted to contrast that with the right way to do that. So yeah. if there's ever a time, and you're right, there's to build that out would have been fun to have more time with it yeah. would have been fun. But if there's ever a time that we feel that doubt and disbelief, you know, let's have that doubt and disbelief. Or let's have that doubt or those questions with an attitude of trust and belief. Yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, as opposed
1: yeah. to an attitude of. It, it can't be.
0: Yeah. yeah, Mary. Mary's Mary's response was also, you know, was a question, but it was a question with openness behind yeah. it. Like, I'm not not going to say yes to this. I just don't really understand it. Can you help me understand, yeah. Angel of the Lord, what's going on? Whereas, and you get this, you get the sense, and and you you mentioned this. You know, this is one of the few times that Gabriel's mentioned by name. Like he actually says, "Dude, this is who I am." Yeah. Ah, uh, you even built out, you know, the meaning of Gabriel and 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 like emphasizing how Zechariah is sitting there in the presence of the angel and with with doubt, yeah, uh, with this sense of, but but really then turning it to focus on the message that the message was what was important, that the message really was about the preparation for the presence of God and that John the Baptist was going to be, um, this this this. Precursor to the Lord's presence, and he was going to turn the people of God back to. Him and I, I just think that was a a, a beautiful thing. I, I kind of, based on our conversation last week, this whole idea of wanting to maybe emphasize the angelic messenger once again because we have an angelic messenger last week, an angelic messenger this week. Um, the story of Christmas is all about. I mean, not all. It's obviously about the birth of Jesus, but it's all led up to a
1: lot of announcing going a on. From, from, a lot of angelic announcements, divine messengers, which is the, you know, the the theme of this series on the presence is about these divine messengers and and then Jesus Himself, like you said that first week was. As the word became flesh and moved into our neighborhood that god is bringing in and throughout this christmas story he is bringing himself into the presence of, the, of people's lives onto this earth certainly into our lives in, in particular and uh, we want to sit with that thought for a while and say that that's that's, that's something that as christians we should expect yeah you know, we should expect that that would be so in, in in our own lives, and that's really kind of the big picture of this entire series yeah. leading up to Christmas Eve. That we should we should expect you know God's presence in our lives, uh, and to experience Christ in our lives. Yeah, and that's that's why we do what we what we do. Yeah, Ad- uh,
0: Advents that's that season of expectation, uh, but it it's one where when God shows up do we trust that he's actually shown up and then when we're pretty sure he's shown up do we do we respond with obedience Zechariah gets there you make the point at the end that Zechariah gets there it, it, and he get but he gets there differently than what we saw last week with Joseph
1: Joseph's right he's like I'm in yeah, yeah Joseph right
0: is yeah and Joseph is faced with a lot of reason to doubt his, his betrothed is, is unfaithful his, and his world has been rocked yeah and and yet Zechariah is in the service of God, but they both end in the same place. Yeah. You know, and Mary as we see in in the later narratives, she's in that that she's in that place of being presented with the presence of God, um, and not the plan that she she had probably anticipated for her life. But you said at the the end one of the key takeaways, and I thought this was a really, I think it was a really, I mean, you could build an, an entire sermon just on this one idea that when God shows up, He's up to something good. And how often do we say, "I want God to show up," but it's like I'm not really sure that what He's actually, how He's shown up is actually <laughs> good for me, right? Yeah, um,
1: I'm a little bit fearful of God. I've, I've had people actually tell me that. I, yeah, I'm, I'm not sure I really want to have the the will, the will of God down or the presence of God there because I'm afraid that that may mean significant changes will come.
0: Yeah, yeah, and 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 that's to me that's that, that there's a two two edge two-edged side to that response one is they know that god is 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 an awesome god and it's it's it reminds me very much of the response of the israelites at the base of mount sinai when they they see god's the presence and smoke the, and the, smoke the, and the fire. fire and they tell moses don't don't have him come down and talk yeah, to us yeah, we just you just, you go up and do that yeah, yeah. we don't we, the, so there's a certain reverence that goes on with that but we ba- we have to balance reverence with obedience, and reverence with openness. Mm-hmm. And Zechariah should have that balance in his head, but doesn't. Joseph would be very much, you know, we'd very much understand if he didn't have that balance, but he does. Mm-hmm. Mary's in that same kind of equation as well, too.
1: I, I love how you said at the at the, toward the end. You said we we wait. Um, on on uh we want God's presence to confirm our purposes yeah and uh and that's just you know God's presence is going to confirm his purposes Yeah, and those purposes are good purposes we can trust those purposes yeah. we can be we can be confident in, in those but um I, you know, is that meeting meeting our expectations? That I think is part of the fear yeah. that people have is that our expectations are you're going to do bless my life as it is right now, not ask anything more of me, yeah, or not anything asking anything different of me, yeah. And you, you were making it clear, and and Zechariah certainly was experiencing yeah. that. That's not necessarily how it's, it might go that way. Yeah, it 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 didn't go that way for Zechariah. I mean, it, it, his life took a Took a uh, another a hard turn. turn, yeah. But it was a great. I mean, it was a great. It was a great. It was the best thing ever. Yeah. Uh, but it going ir- be the same, same thing for any of us. Yeah.
0: The irony with that story, with the Zechariah story, though, as I'm thinking about it now, is what had Elizabeth and Zechariah been praying for? <laughs> They've been praying for exactly what they got, but it's just not. They got what they prayed for, but it was different than what they.
1: And I loved how you ta- uh, talked about the timing of that. Yeah. That we may get what we want, but it may not be when we want it.
0: Yeah. And 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 does that negate the desire to have it, you know, like,
1: or should we give up asking for it to be
0: so? Well, it's funny when you, you mentioned the possible ages of Zechariah and Elizabeth, you know, they, they, we say, we say old in our day and age. And we say, if, if we say someone's old, we think greater than 70, 75, that's a really old person. Now, I mean, back then that would have been, Unheard of, almost. Yep. Uh, the average age was somewhere in the neighborhood of like fifty-seven, I think, fifty-eight. Um, so for Zechariah and Elizabeth to be called old and advanced in years meant they were maybe in their mid-sixties, seventies. Yeah. Um, can you imagine having an infinite age as <laughs> <That's> your <laughs> your child? Uh, and to think that that time is passing. I always kind of wondered. This is one of those. It's not on the. It's on the cutting room floor because it's all conjecture. What was Elizabeth's response when when Zechariah comes out and said "You know, scratches, Guess what,
1: honey, yeah, scr- <laughs> scratches
0: on his little pad." I had this vision. Yeah. We're gonna have a child. You know, did she ask the question? What? how could this be as I'll bet, well i will
1: bet she she didn't read the uh, book of genesis the same again yeah, after exactly that. yeah she read the story of sarah who had who who was you know well, in the 90s
0: and i loved how you mentioned this you mentioned this the the theme there were a couple of themes that you mentioned that i didn't i just went over and this was the cutting room floor stuff for me because the theme of miraculous births and the theme of god naming uh, yeah. children um, and and you could expand that to just naming individuals. Hannah I mean, was one. Hannah um, was one. Hayard, uh, Hagar, Sarah. Uh, Sarah. I mean, you, you get this this miraculous birth theme, and then the naming of the children, um, and the name, and then the renaming of individuals. I, I think that those are – because it just shows God's presence and control. In every aspect, even when we think we are in control. You you
1: mentioned a little while ago with your own name. um, What is it again? Your name means what again? It means remembered of God. Remembered of God, yeah. Mm -hmm. Or God remembers. Mine is God is God is is gracious. Mm -hmm. And but that's us. Sort of looking into the the linguistic roots mm-hmm. of our own names there, but the linguistic roots of the names would have been visible, like in yeah. public. They would have been easily known yeah. by anybody walking around. So they would, have, they would have, if you would have been living back then, they would have, they would have said,
0: identified you, you they, very deeply.
1: It'd be, it'd be that's your name. Yeah, you'd be a God who remembers. Yeah, you know, or that yeah. God is gracious. So yeah. it's just really interesting to me that people walk around with a name that describes the character of God.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And and that, which is incredible. we
1: don't think about that.
0: Yeah, we don't think about that nearly like we like they did in in those days and and the naming theme. You know, go, I mean, we saw it even last week with with Joseph. I mean, and you will call him Jesus. I mean, that's what the the angel says to Joseph um, because he will save his people from their sins. The linguistic roots to the the word Je- uh, Joshua or Yeshua, um, God saves, and um, that matters. That 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 matters especially as we think through this Christmas season because Christmas is the beginning of the long journey toward the cross Mm -hmm. and the empty tomb and ultimately to the second advent of Jesus return. And it matters majorly, uh, this Sunday was – I love third week in Advent. It's the Joy Sunday. This Sunday coming up, fourth week in Advent. John, you're in Vine this I'm Sunday. I'm yeah. Uh, Rebecca Mim is in the classic service uh, as well. I, I'm I'm going to be around, but getting ready for Journey to Bethlehem, uh, which is a wonderful – for those listening, if you're in the Lakeland area on Sunday, I encourage you to come out 6 to 8 p.m. It's the drive-through nativity. You get to drive and see various scenes – from the the story of the birth of Jesus and uh then have a time of prayer at the end if you'd like and uh we're gonna we're excited for that. But uh, I
1: tell you like like the glory of Christmas that we mm-hmm. had uh a week ago um, I'm excited about the Journey to Bethlehem because yeah. we didn't have that didn't have Glory it last year last year we yeah. didn't have Journey to Bethlehem last year and so my experiences of both of those events was just that first and I had on, only been here a couple months yeah. so it was, everything was still brand new so yeah. it was great to be in the Glory of Christmas concert um, You a week ago and it was just like yeah, this is this is what I remember it was so incredibly yeah. awesome so I'm looking forward to Journey to Bethlehem for that same reason Yeah, is because I remember it being an incredible event and yep. what a great way to just take your kids through you can stay in the cars I love how you announced it on Sunday you can keep or someone announced it you can keep them in their st- pajamas keep them in their pajamas, and, in their
0: pajamas and, and, yeah.
1: uh, and then just have a great experience to hear the story drive through and, and have a great moment with the family it's a great so. time
0: to invite friends too if you've got Unbelieving friends, you know we go through the story, and then we say, you know, that's not the end of the story; it's just the beginning. And then you have an opportunity for prayer. So mm-hmm. that's the Sunday, December nineteenth, six to eight p.m. So if you're in the Lakeland area, as I said, you know John is preaching in Vine this Sunday. Rebecca is in the Classic Service, and uh, so if you've missed any one of this the series in our in this uh, this this uh, Advent uh, l- series called Presence, I encourage you to go back to our website fpclakeland.org or to YouTube to watch Watch the entire service. Um, been They've been beautiful services all the way around. And uh, if you've missed any one of the episodes of our podcast, 50 episodes deep now. Go to Armchair Preaching on uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, um, Stitcher, um, or on SoundCloud. You can check our website for links under the Sermon Archive to all those. Be sure to subscribe, like, share it with your friends. Really does help us out. And uh, if you have this or that questions, like the keep two coming. Anna's, keep them coming. Send them in. on. We will do them. Uh, might and even
1: invite you in to come deliver them.
0: That us. might that might prohibit people from wanting. Okay, to Okay,
1: might not. Yeah. We'll, we'll, but you might we'll send talk. it. We'll see we'll it. We'll it. We'll talk about it. But yeah. We, let me just add. Let me also add. Uh, just while we're while we're wrapping this up here. um, Just, uh, just... Well done to you, Zach, oh, thank uh, you for, for, for this podcast. Uh, mm-hmm. It is a fun podcast. It is a good way to kind of re-engage the, the content of the sermon, the Word of God. Yeah. And uh, it, it, it happens because you desire it to happen, and you yeah. make it happen, and you work on all the technology behind this happening. So uh, I think you've done a great job with this, and, I, and I'm sure the listeners would all agree that uh, they, they really enjoy the fact that we have this. So thank you so much.
0: Well, I, I definitely appreciate that. It's edifying for me. I hope it's edifying for other people, and I'm glad to be hearing from more and more people that, that do use this as part of their discipleship journey uh, to engage the scriptures and to, to, to form their own faith life and response to the God's goodness in their life. So again, thank you, everybody. Thank you, John, for hanging out this week. We'll be back next week. Then we're going to take a little bit of a break for the holiday season, for the Christmas season. Um, but we will be back next week, uh, for the last, uh, in our Advent series. Yeah. So, uh, thanks everybody. And we'll see you next time.